0: Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Success in Sales, Hacks and Chats with Mike McDonald. I have a very special guest today. We have Chad Molyneux joining me today. Chad, thanks for coming on the show.
1: Woo, thank you for having me, Michael. I'm pumped, dude. <laughs> Let's get yeah, after it.
0: I can't wait. Let's do this. So Chad is the creator of the Health and Wealth Blueprint, which basically in a nutshell helps entrepreneurs and business owners maximize their business by conquering their health and that is what we're going to focus on today so Chad for the sort of people that aren't really clear on what that means how can our health actually impact our business
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So like you said, I'm the creator of the Health and Wealth Blueprint, which is specifically designed for the high achieving entrepreneur, the person that's working 60 plus hours a week, but constantly says that they want to get healthy and fit and they understand it's important, but they're constantly saying, I just don't have the time to actually do that. So we provide them with the systems and and what they need to outsource in order to actually maximize that. And and the reason why it's so important for an entrepreneur to be focusing on their health is because in and and I actually made a post about this today, which is pretty funny. The, the wealthiest people out there, what they do best is they focus on the little things, right? And one of those little things, in my mind, and also in the in the most successful people in this in this earth's mind is health. Because when you're when you have your health in order, not only are you going to be more productive, not only are you gonna have more energy and more confidence, but you're also gonna live on this earth a very, very long time. And, and in order to actually create the true wealth where you could pay for your kids, kids, kids college you need to be on this earth for a very long time no matter how much um, our society wants to shove down our throat that you can make money in in three months time and retire and live on a beach it's just not true if you're an entrepreneur <laughs> you're in it for the long haul and uh you need to prioritize your health if you want to be able to perform maximally for a very 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 long time
0: so there's, there's a lot of talk, I guess, around, you know, sometimes we just get old, right? Sometimes we just, you know, age takes over a little bit and we start to, whether it be we lose our energy, whether it be we become less productive, or all of those sorts of things tend to happen as we get older or, or tend to, depending on who you talk to. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I believe that that's firmly in your control. I think that yes, age will play a part in, in time. Um, I mean, we all die, right? <laughs> like that, that's, that's inevitable. Everybody's going to die and everybody's performance is going to decline over the course of your life, but it's in your control on how rapidly your performance is going to decline. Because if you're currently pushing off your health and in service for your business, right? Because a lot of people will say that, oh, I'm going to. They think that health and wealth is mutually exclusive, which it's not. They're, they both complement each other. And if you're the type of person that's pushing off your health in service for your business, think about what that's going to do for you in the long haul. Because when your health starts declining in your 40s and in 50s and even sometimes as early in your 30s, you're not going to be able to show up in your business as powerfully as you can from an energetic standpoint um, in order to maximize everything as far as profits and, and delivering to clients or or delivering to a service, so that's why it's so important, especially as a young entrepreneur, to be to start building the habit and start focusing on your health now, so that when you are 50 and, and 60, because I want to be working when I'm 60. I love what I do and. And I love being an entrepreneur. Um, mm-hmm. You're going to be doing that at a high level opposed to being the classic 60 year old who has a cane and is yelling at the kids in the front lawn. Right. <laughs> so, <yes. laughs> that's, that's one way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's super important. It's super important to be focusing on your health. If you, if you really want to be performing at high levels late into your life.
0: One of the first things that you did mention was being productive. Now, mm-hmm sometimes you know we just don't feel like smashing out an 18 hour day sometimes we just we just find it really hard to keep the energy up all the time and you know from what i know being healthy is is very important when it comes to like how consistent you can be as you mentioned like age doesn't have to you know hit yourself as hard as possible or as most people think it does as you get older but then there's this element of like being productive can be a more of a day-to-day thing so how can being healthy or being fitter or whatever the case is improve our, our more daily activities rather than just how long we can go for
1: yeah, I think I'm actually going to give a response that is contrary to what you think I'm going to say. So, I think on those days where productivity is lacking, I think that that's your body telling you a sign and a part of a part of being healthy, especially as uh, especially as an entrepreneur is resting. And this is something that I personally had to had to change because like most entrepreneurs, I was the person that wanted to go 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 and like work as much as I possibly can. And I found that in the long run, this actually didn't serve me because I would, one, I would get really tired. I would get burnt out. Um, the enthusiasm would start, would start to go a little bit. And what I've been implementing recently is, is, is what's the word? Strategic rest. I would, I'm, I'm resting strategically on a day-to-day basis and also on a week-to-week basis. So something that my business coach actually, actually recommended to me was have a cutoff time. So my cutoff time is right now is around 7.30 to 8 p.m., and I'm really prioritizing my rest, and that's a part of showing up the next day really productive, which is is what you talked about. And if I'm not well-rested, if I'm not in a peaceful and a relaxed state, then I'm not going to be making the best decisions in my business. I'm not going to be the most energetic and the most productive on a day-to-day basis. So I think focusing on rest, having times where you're strategically resting on a week-to-week basis, so I'm taking Sundays completely off, and also on a day-to-day basis where I'm shutting down around 7.30, 8 p.m., then um, in the long run, you're setting yourself up for failure because, like I said, we are, we are human beings. We think as entrepreneurs that we're robots, right, that we could just keep going and going and going, but we're human beings, man. Like our body, our body needs rest, and, and that's just a part of life, and if you're not prioritizing that, then you're, you're handicapping your own productivity on a day-to-day basis.
0: One of the things that strikes me, I guess, when it comes to being productive is it's a, sometimes we we have a very, um, I don't want to say narrow view, but we have a very limited view of what being productive means. So some mm-hmm. people can have like, a you know, start at eight in the morning and finish at 10 at night and they don't stop and they don't eat. And they've not really, really done anything that could be classed as productive. So how, ha- firstly how would you how would you define being productive yourself just to help us set the scene a little bit and then how can being healthy help us achieve that
1: yep so I think that um I think that's a faulty mindset pattern I believe the reason why people are so focused on jamming shit down their throat in one day and trying to accomplish the world in one day is a is a fear is either it either comes from fear like fear of lack or Um, Just being the typical high-achieving entrepreneur that wants to get shit done. And once again, this is something I've personally had to change for myself. And now I'm only focusing on completing four tasks every single day. I'm focusing on completing something for marketing every single day, something for sales every single day, something to deliver to my clients every single day, and some sort of project work every single day as well. If I can get those things done on a day-to-day basis, that's only going to compound day after day after day. And then five, 10 years down the road, I'm going to be happy with where I'm at opposed to the person that's doing 18 tasks in one day. And then a year from now, they probably quit. (laughs) You know?
0: So it's almost like you focus on, I don't know, it it could probably be more quality-based things as opposed to quantity. But what about... Like the person that would say, well, I do that and I do it rather than once a day. I might do it three or four times a day. And then, I don't know, because, because they're healthy, because they've got the energy, maybe because they could exercise or they could do the strategic rest that you talk about, they're able to do it, say, more than once a day.
1: They're able to do what more than once a day?
0: So the you know the the marketing or the doing things for the clients and all of those like the key things that you mentioned, you know right. what's what's stopping people doing it more than once a day? Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not arguing. I guess I'm just curious. As no, to- no, no, no. I totally
1: get what you're saying, and I do believe that to be true too, because the healthier you are, and and the more. Um, you're prioritizing your health, I do believe that you could stretch out that time that you are productive opposed to the person who's not prioritizing their health, right? Because the person who's not prioritizing their health, they may have three to four hours of truly productive work in them opposed to the person who's, who feels young inside, who feels healthy inside, who feels high energy inside. That person <laughs> may have six hours of productive work in them. So yes, I do believe what you're saying is absolutely true.
0: So, what well, certain activities could we do in terms of improving our health then? So, there mm-hmm. could be, I mean, the first thing that's been to my mind are exercise and diet. There's probably a heck of a lot more that you could share, to be honest, Chad. So, <laughs> what, what, what certain things could we do, like health wise, that can improve our productivity?
1: Yep, absolutely. So, something that I'm really, really big on right now is drinking more water, right? Because one of the first signs of dehydration is lack of mental focus and also fatigue. And I'm sure you felt this before, um, or at least notice a difference on the days where you're drinking less water opposed to more water as far as your energy levels. So, first thing I'm doing in the morning is I'm chugging back at least 16 to 32 ounces of water because when we're sleeping, it's estimated that we're losing about one pound of water weight every night that we sleep, either through sweating or, or expelling it through breathing, um, whatever it may be. So. In order to set the day off right, opposed to being in a dehydrated state first thing in the morning, I'm getting back in that hydrated state. So once again, I'm, I'm not losing my mental focus. I'm, I'm I'm increasing my energy so that I could get and start the work day off on a good foot.
0: All right. Yeah, I mean, I, I, do, I do notice, to, to be fair, when I am hydrated, I feel like I am clearer. I feel like, I don't know, it's weird. Like the... It's more of a, I guess, a body fog as well. Like, I just feel slower to a certain mm-hmm. extent. And then when I do drink a lot or I make sure I keep on top of it, because I think if you drink it all at once, I, I, I've i heard anyway, it could be a rumor, that it's different as opposed to if you spread out your water. I mean, I, I, I sort of agree with the, the dehydrated state. You know, when you wake up, you've, not had, you've had like, I don't know, eight or ten hours worth of not drinking. So you must, have, you must have got rid of water somewhere down the line. But is, is there an argument then for after that that you would spread out the amount of water that you drink all day? or hour?
1: I wasn't saying to only drink your water in the morning. No, yes, absolutely. I'm trying to drink at least half of my body weight in ounces on a daily basis, and I'm probably doing way, way more um, than, doing, than just doing the half. But I think half of your body weight in ounces should be a bare minimum for anybody.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, is is that like a a way of making sure that you would get the benefits? I mean, is is there is there an amount where you sort of think, well, okay, you feel a bit better, but you're not actually getting the benefits of being hydrated?
1: Yep, I think at a bare minimum, it should be half of your body weight in ounces. From a, I know, I know um, you're from England, and that's in pounds. So for example, I'm 200 pounds, so I should be drinking at least 100 ounces of water a day. It doesn't work the same way in kilograms, but if you convert your weight to pounds divided by two, that's how many ounces at a bare minimum you should be drinking a day. Right,
0: got you. All right, cool. So what about, so we've done hydration, um, productivity. I can talk quickly about...
1: Cool. I, have, I have something for nutrition. So, okay. All right. So one of our key principles in the Health and Well Blueprint is making healthy food convenient because, Michael, typically what types of foods are convenient?
0: Ooh, what types of foods? Um, tend to be in packets. Uh, tend to be in boxes. Uh, tend to be food that's uh, – if I could you know, put something better together, I would probably choose something different.
1: Right. Typically, foods that are made convenient for us are typically the unhealthier foods. So if we can find ways as busy entrepreneurs to make healthy food convenient, one, we're going to save time and two, we're going to get the benefits of nutrition, right? So the best way that I suggest to our busy professionals and our entrepreneurs in the Health and all Blueprint to do that is to outsource this activity. So what I do personally and what my clients do as well is we hire a meal prep service. We hire somebody to cook the meals, to package the meals, to send us the meals, and then all we have to do is take it out of the fridge, put it in the microwave for three minutes, and then eat it. And this at first probably sounds super expensive, right? But it's actually it's actually saving me a shit ton of money because- Prior to me doing this, I would go to Whole Foods or I would go to a different restaurant or whatever it may be for lunch, and I'd be spending like 25, 30 bucks on lunch. This um, is only costing me $10 a meal, and I'm getting eight meals a week because I decided that. I'm pretty good on breakfast i'm pretty good on dinner but lunch typically seems to be my struggle point because i'm either in between meetings or i've got to go somewhere so i'm trying to have something as fast and convenient as possible and and i still need to prioritize the healthy food so if i can make healthy food super easy and convenient for me to eat then i have no excuse to not fall off my diet so number one you got to find a way to make healthy food convenient and to me the best way to do that is outsource that to a company that can make deliver make package and deliver those foods to you
0: i like that yeah i like the way of making the healthy food convenient because i mean you know people are busy people do tend to reach for the thing that is convenient as opposed to the thing that you know could be as opposed more beneficial um what sort of foods would you recommend for people so they are more productive
1: Mm -hmm. Yep. So the simple principle that we use in the Health and Well Blueprint is called the 80-20 rule. So 80% of your caloric intake should be coming from foods that once came from the earth. So they were once had a heartbeat, they were walking, they were flying, they were swimming, they were uh, grown in the ground or picked off of a tree. 80% of your caloric intake should be coming from foods that fall under that category. And then 20% of the foods that you consume should be foods that you enjoy. And the reason I say that, Mike, is because most diets t- typically cut out one cer- one type of food group right so for example the ketogenic diet completely cuts out and eliminates carbs. And what that does is, yes, you might get short-term results, but that's not a long-term fix. It's, it's, it's almost impossible to say to somebody, you're not gonna eat carbs for the rest of your life because we're humans, we need to enjoy. Um, like for example, if I told you, the listener, that you can't have pizza for the rest of your life, what are you gonna be thinking about? You're gonna be thinking about pizza, right? And then yeah. <laughs> three months down the line of completely cutting pizza, you're gonna go to a party. going to see pizza there you're going to think oh my god i really really want that pizza and then you're like all right fine i'll just have one and then since you didn't have pizza for the last three months yeah you'll have one and then you'll have 10 more after that (laughs) and then what happens there (laughs) what happens there is people get in their head they're like oh see i knew i couldn't do this diet i knew health and fitness wasn't for me i might as well just quit so that's why we give our clients and myself 20% of our calories from foods that we enjoy because we're still satisfying some of our cravings as far as just being a normal human that wants to eat, eat foods that are fun. Um, But majority of our calories are coming from those whole natural foods.
0: What if someone was probably a bit past that? So what, what, what if someone was kind of like, right, well, I, I've, I've managed to nail the the eighty twenty rule, but I feel like I've got a bit more to give. I mean, is it just a case of shifting the shifting the bounds a little bit, or are there certain ways that we can? I don't know. I mean, I've I've heard there's even vegan pizzas now, Chad. This is how far it's going. So, what what sort of tweaks could you recommend to people that perhaps like even their twenty percent might be too much?
1: So you're saying for the person that wants to do like a 90-10, are you saying about somebody that needs to do more of like a 70-30?
0: Probably someone that wants to do more 90-10.
1: Okay. So for somebody that's the super high achiever and they want to take that up a notch. Yeah. I mean, more power to you. You could definitely play with that, but still be aware that, once again, as an entrepreneur, we think that we're a robot for some reason. We think that we're somebody that could just go all the time, we could do all this all the time, we could be perfect all the time, and that's just not the case. That's, that's just not true at all. So if you're going to be somebody that tries to do a ninety ten or a 95-5, just be aware that you are getting into that gray zone where you're going to have to be eliminating things that you enjoy and you're going to have to be and, and come to terms with being completely okay with eliminating that thing that you enjoy. And if you truly think, that you can make that a lifestyle, then once again, no, like more power to you. But I'm all about making health and fitness an actual lifestyle, something that you do for the rest of your life. So before you make any decision like that, Michael, you have to ask yourself, is this something that I could do sustainably for the rest of my life? And if the answer is no, then it's probably not a good decision.
0: I quite like the way that you, you did phrase that as in if, if you can't do this for the rest of your life then you probably shouldn't do it at all and I only ask that because the people that are watching might be like oh, well I, I could do that I could do ninety ten, 10 or I could do 95-5 and then before you know it like the the missing meals or the, the struggling to, to keep their you know the, the mental focus or you start putting on a little bit of weight and you start to wonder why they're still doing it and you start to question it all and all of those things so it's more because people do have this, as you say, we think we're robots, right? And we think we can, we think we can do the 24 hour days and, and not sleep and, and keep going and just get up and do it again and just get up and do it again. And I quite like the, the way that you take it as in like, you, this has to be a lifestyle. This has to be something that you can do all the time, day in, day out without fail. Um, what, tends to come up I guess is people tend to push the envelope when it comes to their health um because that seems to be the thing that sacrifices first you know like if if you've got that meeting when we should normally be eating then we're going to go to the meeting and we're going to skip that meal you know so there's always going to be that that level of compromise when you when you do start to think that way you know business is more important than health or than diet then we're going to make those sacrifices. I think people tend to forget, at least, that what what you eat is part of the health kind of thing. I I, I get the impression that people have this disconnect between what they eat and their actual health, how they feel and how they perform and all of those things. And it seems to be dead easy to just not do it. It seems dead easy to just not focus on their diet because their business is more important and what tends to come across as well is we're healthy because our business is a priority we're, we're mm. healthy we we focus on these things because our business is a priority that's that's why we do it that's why we do all of the the exercise or the the diet or that's why we outsource our food because our health is important to the business so what sort of we, we haven't touched on exercise yet, have we? We haven't really touched on that yet. So what certain exercises could we do, whether it be you know high intensity or low intensity or whatever it is, what types of exercise would, would people do if they wanted to be more productive and have more energy?
1: Absolutely, yeah. And before we touch upon that, just to go off of what you just said there, so our health controls us, right? And, and we control our business. So by neglecting your health, ultimately you're neglecting your business. So yeah, I, I always believe that health is the base because you you are the CEO, right? And, and like I just said, your health is the thing that's running you and you're running your business. So if you're not taking control of what's running you, then in the long run, um, you're not taking control of your business either. But to get back to the to the health as far as exercise goes, you got to ask yourself this question and this is something that we ask in the onboarding process of our clients is how much time are you willing to give to exercise right so we have different plans we have 5 to 10 minute plans we have 15 to 25 minute plans 30 to 45 minute or 45 to 60 minute plans and the most popular plan that um, our clients are choosing is 15 to 25 minute at home workout option and The reason why they're still seeing success despite only exercising 15 to 25 minutes is it's not about how long you spend exercising or how long you spend at the gym, but how intense and and how focused the time is that you are in the gym, just like with business, right? It's not about how many hours you're spending on a day-to-day basis, but how much productivity and uh, outcomes you're getting on a day-to-day basis. Same thing is true for health. So if you're going to do a 15 to 25 minute workout plan, it needs to be something that is a little bit higher intensity and it needs to be more focused and directed as far as we have a process where we're timing our workouts. Everything's on a time basis. Um, and, and the app that we use for that is called SmartWOD, where we're, where we're timing our rest intervals. We're timing the actual exercise so that we're staying on track and not focusing on, answering a call or answering an email we could just focus solely on the workout get it done and then get back to work
0: thanks for for sharing the app as well smart day eh? so i've not not really came across that one before so if you're listening have a look check it out what what sort of features are, are in the app then is it just a case if you can is it like a stopwatch or is it a bit more to it
1: yeah, so one of, the, one of the styles that we use for our exercise programs is called an EMOM, which is spelled E-M-O-M. And just to give you an example of that before it gets too confusing, <laughs> let's say that you're doing a 20-minute EMOM, which stands for every minute on the minute. So you start the clock, counts down from 10, starts at zero. Let's say you're doing 10 push-ups on all of the even minutes for um, between zero and 20. So every single even minute when the clock starts on that even minute, you're doing 10 push push-ups, And then let's say on all of the odd minutes, you're doing 10 um, bodyweight squats and you just keep repeating that cycle for the full 20 minutes. So once the clock says zero, you're doing those 10 pushups. Let's say that takes you 30 seconds. Then you have 30 seconds of rest until the next minute starts. And then that next minute, is a odd minute. And let's say you're doing 10 body weight squats. Once again, maybe that takes you 15 seconds. Then you have 45 seconds of rest till that next even minute comes up. And then you're going back to the pushups. Then once that minute's up, you're going back to the squats and you keep repeating that for a total of 20 minutes. That's just a really simple example. But EMOM's I find are really good for entrepreneurs because they have to stay focused to the clock, which means that they're not going to be going on their phone to check their next Facebook message or their next email. you know that all they have to do is focus on the workout, focus on the clock, and then and then it saves them time in the end because they know that they're going in and they're only doing a twenty minute workout opposed to guessing how long it may take.
0: thanks for sharing the uh, the detail there, so mom is every minute on the minute yeah i like that so it's if the exercise takes 20 seconds then you've got 40 seconds before the, the, the next, next one quite like yeah. How, yeah like how you can change exercises as well that's pretty cool so would would someone do that just once a day or would they extend the, the number of workouts they do is that like a, a minimum like requirement to, to get the benefit out of doing something like that
1: no i think that i think that any movement is good movement right so the way I'm working out right now which has completely shifted um, now that I'm growing a company is I'm lifting three times a week and then on the times where I'm not lifting which is Tuesday Thursday Saturday and Sunday I'm going for five six mile walks and I'm using that time to listen to podcasts or listen to an audiobook to improve myself personally um, but I, I, you're talking to somebody that used to work, work out twice a day and, and do all this crazy stuff. And now that I've seen both sides of it, I've seen the going all out and, and, and doing those two-a-day two two workouts to now only lifting three days a week and walking the other days. I see no difference in, in my body. And, and quite honestly, I feel better because now I, I understand from a mindset perspective that I don't need to go as hard as I always thought that I did to get the results that I wanted.
0: All right, cool. Yeah. So, any movement is good movement. I like that. So we've gone through productivity and um, we've hit energy a little bit. Is there anything energy-wise that you would like to to touch on? Kind of a a no stone uncovered type situation. Is there anything that we think that we've missed that you want us to talk about?
1: Yeah, I wanted to quickly talk about the confidence thing. So. As an entrepreneur, networking is one of the most important things, right? That's how I got on this podcast, through, through networking. And I think that your perception of yourself and also how other people perceive you is ultimately how, how much somebody will trust you as an authority. So when you're in a networking situation, and it's kind of human nature to do this, is we judge people by their looks. And like I said, that's human nature. That's, that's just something that is innately in us. So if you're presented and you're going up to somebody and they just look like they don't take care of their body at all, what does that tell you? That tells you, wow, okay, so he can't even take care of himself. How am I going to trust this person to take care of me as a client or take care of any sort of interaction that we're going to have moving forward. So I think it's super important to use your body as your marketing tool and representation of what you stand for, of what your values are as a human being. And I think that puts you automatically as an authority of somebody that can actually be trusted in any sort of networking scenario.
0: Is there anything that you can find that, maybe impacts it a little bit more than most is there anything whether it be diet or exercise or you know a lot of the things that we've spoken about is there anything that can more directly influence our level of confidence than any of the others
1: Yeah. So if you're talking about from pure weight loss perspective, which most of my or actually now almost all of my clientele are weight loss clients, the number one thing that impacts your results weight weight loss wise is calories in versus calories out, which basically means if you're burning more calories in a day than you're eating, you're gonna lose weight. And if you're eating more calories than you burn in a day, you're going to gain weight. And the funny thing about that is Food choice doesn't really play a big role um, as far as weight loss because you could be eating the healthiest foods in the world but still be in a caloric surplus. You still could be eating more calories than you're burning on a day-to-day basis. That's why some people will ask the question, well, I'm eating healthy why am I not losing the weight? It's because you're still eating so many more calories than you're burning. Um, but don't get me wrong. Eating, eating healthy food is very, very important for longevity, for your energy, for how you feel. And, and that's why we do the 80-20 rule. But I was just trying to make a point as far as um, calories in versus calories out is the number one thing to focus on if you want to lose weight. And I think that losing weight, and and being in a routine of health and fitness as far as getting your workouts in as far as eating right will ultimately make you very very confident in your body
0: yeah i think it is worth worth mentioning that this is like a more of a a downstream thing isn't it this isn't like okay we'll exercise and the business will grow it's not like a a one step it's like a jump is it it's not like a exercise and oh oh, the business has grown. It's like we exercise and then we feel more confident in ourselves. We feel better. We've lost weight. We feel good. We, some cases we might even look better and then we're more likely to do the things that then improve the business. It's like a further downstream thing, isn't it? It's not like we make sure we we hydrate ourselves. Okay, yeah, great. But we need to figure out or understand at least that it means that we're clear in ourselves, our mental focus has shifted, we, we feel like we can make better decisions, if we exercise, get rid of you know, all of the stress, release the endorphins, all of those things that exercise does for us, and then further downstream, that ends up being one of the causes to the business growing, or the business success, or the, the whatever the case is, so is that a fair way of summarizing everything
1: yeah i would i would view uh, if you're going to invest in your health time and financially i would view that as a long-term investment but the best investments in business seem to always be the long-term investments so yeah absolutely and and going back on the point of being confident in your body progress equals happiness so even if you're making some progress in your health you're ultimately going to feel better and
0: more confident
1: about where you stand
0: that's very very well put there chad thanks for thanks for adding that in at the end if people wanted to find out a bit more about yourself so this can be your chance to share like websites and social media and all those sorts of things where could people go
1: yeah absolutely so i used to be on every single platform and uh that's when i saw the least amount of success in my business and then when i focused in on one specific platform and and went as hard as i possibly could um and still do to this day on that platform that's when i been seeing the most business success and that platform for me is facebook so in the show notes if you could just link up my facebook profile that'd be awesome you guys can send me a a friend request or a message on facebook saying that you're coming from michael's podcast Um, I'll, i'll also give you my email as well if you guys are interested in hearing more about how health can affect you as an entrepreneur i'd love to chat on email
0: all right awesome Do you have any books for people that are interested in finding out a bit more about this? So I know from speaking to a fair few people that are also like personal trainers and things that it's a needle in a haystack of a haystack of a haystack to try and find a health book that is beneficial to find a a book that is, easy to read, not overly dense, and still valuable enough for people to take away, use, and then implement it. But have you found one? Yes,
1: I, I have two that came to mind. So I am obsessed with the company it, which is spelled O-N-N-I-T, and the CEO is Aubrey Marcus, super awesome dude, and he has a book called Own Your Day, Own Your Life, and he's an entrepreneur, he um, prioritizes health in his business, and basically, he describes how to own your day from a health standpoint in order to maximize your life as a whole, and I love his book a lot, and like I said, it's called Own Your Day, Own Your Life. Second book that came to mind was a book I'm currently listening to called Mastering Yourself. It's not 100% a health book, although, although they do have chapters about health, but I just think that Overall, from a self-development standpoint, it's a great book as well. So those two, Mastering Yourself by Corey Wayne and uh, Own Your Day, Own Your Life by Aubrey Marcus.
0: All right, good stuff. So we've got one last question for you, Chad, and I asked all my guests this. So those of you that have been listening to the show, you already know what's coming. And the question is, what would you like the world to know about you that it doesn't already know?
1: Hmm. That's a great, that's a great question, man. You know what, since your listeners don't know that much about me, I would like them to know that I am very, very into self growth. I think that is ultimately above entrepreneurship and above health and fitness. Self growth is my, is my motto. I I even have a tattoo about it. And, um, One day I would like to use my life as a representation of self growth and hopefully pass on that message to everybody else that I get in contact with to always prioritize self growth in your life because ultimately when you grow yourself, you're growing all of the people that are in your life as well.
0: That is an amazing way to end, Chad. Thanks for coming on the show. Those of you that are new to the show, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our future guests. Check out Chad. Check out what he's all about. I will post his Facebook page, page profile, or in the show notes, you get a chance to check him out, send him a friend request, and I'm sure he will connect. Chad, thanks so much again. Hey, and thank so- you,
1: guys. I appreciate everyone listening.